money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's great because this is the money or the show where we talk about the money show. Money show. This is the show where we talk about the hard issues issues around money. money. I can get that out this morning. I think this is how many years have we been doing this? Like, this is almost like, is it four years? Three? I better look back. No, we're coming up on an anniversary. We are. We started in November, Mm -hmm. uh, I think three years ago. Um, That would, we'll have to look, but uh, yeah. So, so happy anniversary. Thanks. Early. So, you yeah, know, just pretty being great. There early. So, and thank you for joining us. shows we've done. There are people that are listening that, that have listened the entire three years. There, there are people that I've talked to that said, I heard your first show and, you know, and, and that's, that's kind of crazy. And I should thank go you. back and listen to that thank first you. show. That yeah. would be, anyway, this is Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And, and we're going to talk about money today. Yes, uh, we are. Yeah. So um, coming up on Thanksgiving. Or actually, we're going to talk about behavior. Okay. And money and being grateful since it's mm-hmm. October and it's Thanksgiving uh, approaching. So. And Reb's done canning. So we're very thankful that that, that is over. We're thankful for the produce and, and we're kind of thankful that we have Reb back from the, you know, when you, she gets into canning mode, it's like, okay, I'm in canning mode. The world does not exist except for canning. So this year was fun. Uh, we did, I don't know how many, seven or eight bushels is that well one week in one week we did something we did more than that but so that translates into like 250 one liter jars of of good wholesome yum that are going to be there all winter Mm, that we're already eating so yeah i'm i'm excited about the eating (laughs) of course you are good so so let's uh let's jump in today's show we've got um, we're talking about Thanksgiving. We're talking a little bit about a whole bunch of things with your finances. Okay, but before we go to this beautiful scripture that we're going to talk about gratitude and all of and some of the things, um, one of the themes of what we want to talk about today is having a different um, thinking and operating in the opposite spirit of the age. Mm-hmm. So um, we're talking this month actually about fear about gratitude about being generous and um choosing some of those things that um are opposite so Mm -hmm. when fear is coming at us how are we going to operate how are we going to think differently um when we have a tendency to grope and cling to our money and our possessions because of the uncertainty around us we can actually release our hands Mm -hmm. and um and give away. So, but before we get there, no, and I'm, let's, I'm and not. Let's, let's just put this a little bit in context. No, 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 no. Before we go there, <laughs> yes. I have to, Dave gave me a visual this morning. And before we get to all the serious stuff, Dave is going to tell us what facing your finances, what happens when you don't face your finances. You know, financial awareness creates empowerment. We use that thing all the time. We tell mm-hmm. you all, you guys are probably sick of hearing it if you listen to us regularly. So another way to say that is this, <laughs> that if you have your head in the sand, well, that just means that your butt is in the air. So I'm just imagining. So think about it. We want to pause for a minute. This is, you know, 
early morning, you've got your coffee and you're thinking, I hate talking about finances. Like, I, I just don't want to even face them. I don't want to go there. And here's the visual I want you to, to get. <laughs> if your head is in the sand, that means your, your butt is in, in the, the air. air. There's the, the next motto for more than <laughs> We're going to put that on a t-shirt. You just, I got I to gotta work through the, the, the whole, you know, and, but anyways, we'll, we'll get there. But. So if you can imagine yourself that, anyway, that was the visual Dave gave me this morning. And I said, you're not getting away with not telling everybody about that. So thank Dave for that visual. If yeah. you're not facing your finances, just be careful because you, you don't know what's coming. Your butt can't see a thing. So anyway, on, the, on, <laughs> on that, that happy note, note <laughs> I just had to read before we get to the serious Jesus stuff, you know, I'm just saying yeah. um, we are wanting to talk about getting our butts out of the air and our head out of the sand. And we're going to help you this month, hopefully just reminding us, you know, in spite of all the fear and uncertainty that's out there, we want to encourage you. Dave and I do are more than enough team are we're a financial coaching company that just loves to walk with people like you um, through their financial distress. So we're going to ask the question, you know, we're talking about operating in the opposite spirit. So, you know, this is is actually a, an exercise. It, it, it can almost turn into a, a bit of a, a, a discipline where you're going, okay, so what the question you need to ask yourself is this, what does it look like for me to operate in the opposite spirit? So, you know, Reb, you mentioned this earlier, and this is probably the most obvious example. If, if I'm feeling like I have to hold on tighter, like I have to, to hang on to my money where I'm, I'm under f- some fear and anxiety, then the opposite spirit to that is, is I have to find somebody who I can be generous with. I have to follow my heart, and I'm a, a, a huge advocate when we talk about generosity. There'll be hundreds of shows that we've had, and, and we're going to do on this, but you have to follow your heart, and that means um, where where is it that you would love to give some money away to, mm-hmm. right? Where is it where you would love to give some time away mm-hmm. to, and and go in the opposite spirit that, that you that. You know, everything is pushing you in this way to fear, to anxiety, to, 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 to squeezing as, as much, to, to being as greedy as you possibly can. And the opposite spirit of that, of course, is, is generosity. And, and we get that. So if you're going in, in your... And your, we are seeing a lot of generosity in this, in this time. It, yeah. is, it is amazing. Um, but I do want to read the entirety of Second Corinthians 4, verses 1 to 18, because it is a focus focus um, of our hearts and our minds that we want to encourage you to remember in light of the fear, in light of COVID, in light of everything that's happening. Um, I, there is one verse that I'm mentioning that I'll mention um, that talks about being mindful of the, the, our days are numbered. We're like grass. This is, is our time here on earth is so short and that we want to have the wisdom have that wisdom and understanding that this isn't the forever place. Mm. So I want to read these scripture because this is, uh, has just encouraged David and I. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. 
And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but we are not abandoned. We are struck down, but we are not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then death is at work in us, but life's at work in you. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. I mean, we start with that verse because of this ministry of God's mercy, we don't lose heart and therefore we don't lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. There is so much in this passage to encourage us with today. Yeah, we only have like 20 minutes left. You I, know that. I, <laughs> yeah, but this whole passage is beautiful. We don't want you losing heart. We don't want you losing heart in your finances. I don't want Dave losing heart in our finances or, or um, our good friends are getting discouraged, losing jobs. You know, there's, there's sickness. People are getting COVID and the numbers have been rising and all of that. And we look at the numbers and we get scared and, and God. God is calling us to trust. He's calling us not to lose heart. He's calling us to remember that this momentary affliction is working in us a far greater eternal glory, that we can be hard-pressed, we can be afflicted, we can be persecuted, we can be uh, pushed down, but we are not destroyed, we are not abandoned. We are still standing and there are things that we and you have to die to. There are longings that you want to do and fulfill, but it's a no right now. And are we willing to die with a good attitude and say, you know what? It is not now. It is time to get our finances right. It is time to mend that broken relationship. It is time to reach out to my neighbor. Um, you know, all of those things that, that we can't, we might think are impossible are possible with God. He mm-hmm. wants us setting aside 
looking to him and and looking to him and saying, I'm afraid, I'm scared, there's so much uncertainty, we don't know what to do, but going to him mm-hmm. for the reassurance so we don't lose heart and remembering who he is And I think, and you all. know, the, these first few verses really give us a, a little bit of some practical, you know me, I love the practical part, and and uh, when, I, when we relate this to money, we go, okay, therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry that we do not lose hearts. I mean, that's the first one that, that jumped out at me is it's like, it is our ministry not to lose heart in a world that is that is made money their God. We're surrounded by this, this God of money that is surrounding us, the people of God, and it's not an us and a them thing, but Paul is writing here saying, this is part of our ministry that we don't lose heart in the face of the not enough message, the message of you don't have enough, you are not enough, that message that so mm. so comes at us so forcefully mm. every single day, that message that's coming at us, and, and Paul says, don't lose heart. And then he says something that I think is just so powerful in our money story. It's, listen, we need to renounce the secret and shameful ways. We do not use deceptions, nor do we distort the word of God. And, you know, when we relate that to money and said, there are so many, like, money? You want me to talk about, you want me to, we started with that picture of head in the sand. You want me to actually, you know, open up my money life to someone else and, and kind of renounce because I that? Feel, yeah, because I feel ashamed about it. you feel ashamed of it. I feel like it's my fault. I feel like I haven't been, it's totally, totally no. that. I mean, I woke up with that feeling for various reasons this morning that I wasn't enough. That I, and, and, and what comes with that is shame. Sure. It's completely that and when it comes to your money and how you guys might be dealing with it, or even shame over something that you can't control, we have a, um, someone who's close to us who, you know, has struggles with ha- their health. And it came out in discussion that they're feeling shame that they are not enough, that they're mm-hmm. not healthy enough, even though it has absolutely nothing to do. Like she, she can't change it. And, and sometimes our financial story, sometimes, you know, it, it isn't a, that you've blown the wad and you've gone into debt and aren't paying attention. Sometimes life is just happening to you and you feel shame over that. And we want to say to you that you can bring it into the light because God receives you. Mm-hmm. God took the shame of all of that and he doesn't want you to lose heart. Maybe you do need to make a plan. In a few weeks, we're talking with the financial planner and the importance of planning, cash flow and for the future. So, you know, we know that planning's good. We know know that we have to do what we can and that's why more than enough exists well and and you know again paul looks if we if we just kind of hang in this chapter second corinthians 4 and we go you know just follow it through but but read it through from the context of your money story right so you know again if we just continue on in in verse 2 paul paul gives us the antidote he says on the contrary setting forth the truth plainly we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God and and essentially what what he's saying there is is pull your head out of the sand there are people around you that love you there are people around you and and we need to apply God's truth to your money 
like really like again and then verse four he addresses he says the god of this age has deceived unbelievers i mean this is exactly where we sit right now where we're we're looking at at money the the current god of this age i don't think it was any different in paul's <laughs> paul's day mm-hmm. that still and he's saying listen there is an antidote there there is a way we need to bring things into the light and into the light of god's truth and it goes on to say for god who said let's light shine out of darkness made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of god's glory displayed displayed in the face of jesus i mean you can get another uh, version to read it plainer but he has shone his light why can why do we dare take our head out of the sand financially because we have the light of Mm -hmm. christ in us and we are blinded we forget we get blinded we don't allow his light to shine in that area of our finances but he is just longing and waiting he's already done it he's already took it he took the shame he took the debt he took all i want to rewind all the way back to the garden of eden because it's not only that he's already done it it was his original plan yes the garden of eden putting adam and eve there and saying listen here is the place where you can where i've supplied everything you can eat from any tree you can you can you have a job to do you there are there are tasks that we're going to talk about but but here i've placed you in a beautiful a more beautiful place than the rest of the world that he's created i mean god has has really shown his his attention to adam and eve and that is the truth for Mm -hmm. us today is is that you know when we turn ourselves to God and we take away we kind of open it up and let the light of Christ into us then we can see God you know transform us from the inside out mm-hmm. and and there's nothing that we do right yes we do something but there's nothing that we do to so, that so right? any going back to that picture of burying your head in the sand and our bum in the air is it any different than what Adam and Eve did in, in hiding and saying I, I'm naked and then God says well who told you you were naked and he and, and they got, were afraid well, that's and they the were, first time right. they were afraid they, they'd, they'd grown mm-hmm. up in this garden they'd only known the presence of God they they had no other context and then all of a sudden one day they knew the shame of their nakedness they're yeah. afraid and and so and again I th- and i think you know so god is god's coming on i mean you think it's not very rational that you're in the garden of eden you have the light of christ shining in you and you've got your head buried in the sand because of the shame mm-hmm. when you know that god is there to listen to you. He's there to remind you of who you are. He's there to say, you know what? I've got my people out there to help you and I've established my people to help you like more than enough or like uh, kingdom advisors or your pastor or your group leaders at church or some good friends. Or your spouse. Or your spouse. (laughs) You know, there are people that got and and he's saying, get your head out of the sand. And I, I know as a church, sometimes we've failed in these areas, but don't give up and don't and and be encouraged that God um, it's what Dave just said. He he gave all of his attention to Adam and Eve, mm. and he is giving wants to give all his attention to you. He's it's a mystery, but he is able to give all his attention to you, so that he can actually brush the dust off your body. You can get your head out of the sand. He'll give you a cloth. He'll wipe you off. He'll wash you off, and and he'll hear and listen to your story, mm. and he'll hold you as you weep and when you are able after you pour out your heart to God all of the shame and the sin and all of that and he holds you up and he says okay now 
Now let's go forward. Let's and this move is the forward. gospel message, right? Like mm-hmm. this is the, the, the joy of the gospel message that we have within us is this, that when we were afraid and, and trying to cover ourselves up like Adam and Eve in the garden, mm-hmm. God walks up to us and says, okay, because of what Christ has done on the cross, we are back in relationship, mm-hmm. and and you can actually come into my presence again, naked and and without shame and without fear. Like you come on back in. He invites us back into the presence of the King of Kings, the way that it was originally meant. This is the gospel message of Jesus Christ. This is what we have to share, not just on a spiritual level, and and that's important. And but, I'm not downplaying that, but on a practical level, and in the finance, in the financial, we, yeah, world, in a financial level, he, when we can say to our neighbors as they look at us and they see maybe we've experienced a job loss and they haven't, maybe they've experienced a job loss along with us, but we're looking at God and we're we're putting our hope in Him, and they say, well. How come you you know you're under you're experiencing the same pressure you're experiencing the same oppression you're experiencing the same perplexity but you're not in despair? So then we go to verse thirteen uh, to fifteen. It is written, therefore I believed and I have spoken. You know you're going to speak the truth to your neighbor. I mean this is mm-hmm. this is the beauty. This is God cleans us, wipes us off. He puts us back on our feet, gets our head out of the sand. He gets us on a path, and we share that hope with others. Since we have the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. And all this is for our benefit, so that the grace that's reaching more and more people could cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. So as the grace that he's giving us flows out, as the light comes out, even in our financial story. Yes, you are not free. Just because you don't have all your debt paid off doesn't mean you can't be free. Mm-hmm. As, But he's the one who gives the plan. He's the one who gives the hope. He's the one who gives... Um, gives us the steps to take and it's not always easy and we get curveballs and we we our friends are, are on a good path financially just getting things going and what do they need a septic system thirty thousand dollars later like but what's beautiful is that they're not derailed by it because there's a plan there's people to talk to so you know it's all of those things we just want to impart that hope because you know as we approach thanksgiving we want our thanksgiving to overflow um, to the glory of God, we want to give thanks in a time when it, it it is so so we're so inundated with political election in the states, the uncertainty, the racial uh, injustice, all of these things that we're bombarded with day after day. Are and, we- and the message that that the Lord wants to hear, and the message that we we hope you hear today is don't lose heart. Don't lose don't heart. Lose heart. Don't lose heart. For, and give thanks. Give thanks, even if right now you're in a place and you feel like you're stuck and your head's in the sand, you know, give us a call. Give your pastor a call. Like we've already said, you know people that care. And if you don't know anyone, call our office. Debbie Gallagher in our office at the front office cares like crazy. So she will talk to you. She will pray with you. And then she will connect you with the right person at our office. We are here. And she's going to she's going to do what verse 18 says, which is let's fix our eyes on Christ. What right? is, Let's fi- fix our eyes on what is unseen. We know we, you know, and again, I love this passage because Paul is acknowledging that 
this is the reality of our life. We know that we're, we're, we're pressed in, we're crushed. We're, we know that. And he's saying, don't lose heart. And we're saying the same thing in your finances. If, if you are tempted to, to lose heart, then let's look at the unseen things. Let's look at, and, and who is the unseen? It is Christ. Uh, who it is go back to the garden but it's of Eden. also what's coming mm-hmm. i mean it's christ today and relationship today but it's also what's coming we know that our that this moment is a dot we said that this morning on the drive-in mm-hmm. this this moment in time is a dot on the line and we've got eternal life i mean it's it's now and it's to come mm-hmm. it's both and that's where the joy is and the joy that jesus is coming again that he's coming for his bride let's fix our eyes on some of those thoughts when we get so discouraged and rec- and just remember that our eternity starts today yes you know like again you talk about we live for the dot you know this is why we can follow the words of christ and say you know what we're just going to live in today because tomorrow has enough trouble of its own of its own mm-hmm. and and the context of that is, is love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself don't worry about tomorrow right you know christ is putting this into the, <laughs> and you're that like, context Jesus, really don't yeah. worry about tomorrow but he, yeah and don't lose heart don't grow weary in doing good for in time you'll reap a harvest if you don't lose heart i mean there's that other passage i think it's that's from hebrews and he, he says you know what um uh, in this world you will have trouble but be be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And, and this and, is what Paul's writing about yes. in this passage in Second Corinthians four is just simply that it's he's he, he's basically taking the words of Christ and saying, listen, this is how they've applied to me. I have been crushed. I have been perplexed. I have been mm-hmm. oppressed. I have had to take my face and pull it out of the sand <laughs> and look up to the glory yes. of God and see the unseen things. See the thing that the truth that I know is the truth, and that is that God loves me, that he created and and is creating a place for me personally. So we're here on this earth, and we haven't gone to that place where Christ is prepared for us, and we're saying, wow, what a crazy, crazy thing that we can look up to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and know that today is what we live in today, Mm -hmm. and tomorrow We're going to trust him for that. Mm -hmm. And eternity ends up in glory with him. So so therefore, we do not lose heart. mm -hmm. So thank you, Lord, that we have the scripture that is written down. Thank you for your grace to us. Lord, give us eyes to see the unseen. Give us minds to understand the deep things that are within you. And and give us hands and feet to go and do those things that you command us to do, not because we're oppressed, but because we are loved so deeply. And we just pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, next week, we're going to be talking with Tim Jenkins. We have a couple shows with him, and you won't want to miss them. Join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.